When it comes to financial advice, you got to trust the source. It's why you listen to this podcast. When I'm looking to upgrade my wallet, I turn to NerdWallet. Their expert team of nerds dives into the details to help you find smarter financial products. Before NerdWallet, I was paying for vacations all wrong. (laughs) I was missing out on miles. I didn't even know I was leaving on the table. Now I've got a new card with more miles and more upgrades. What could future you do with more travel rewards? I don't know, maybe that fancy hotel upgrade that you have always been dreaming about. Wherever you go next, make it happen with a smarter travel credit card. Don't wait to make smart financial decisions. Compare and find smarter credit cards, savings accounts, and more today at nerdwallet.com. NerdWallet. Finance smarter. As with all cards, credit is subject to lender approval and terms apply. You know I'm a big fan of enjoying life while still being smart financially. That's why I love ButcherBox. I can get a variety of high-quality meat, seafood, chicken, and pork at an amazing value, all with exclusive member deals delivered to my door with free shipping always. One thing I just never wanted to cut out of my spending plan is eating good food. And with ButcherBox, I don't have to, and neither do you. Where else can you get free protein for a whole year? Yes, you heard that right. One of my favorite go-to dinners is a salmon bowl. I'm not even a huge salmon lover, but ButcherBox's wild-caught salmon is oh so good. I make a nice little marinade, saute some veggies, cook the salmon, and throw in some weiss. And it is an amazing dinner. If you want to take less trips to the grocery store and always have prepared meat in the freezer for a lot less money, you need ButcherBox in your life. Sign up at butcherbox.com etm and get our special deal. ButcherBox is offering our listeners a free for a year offer plus an additional $20 off. You can choose salmon, chicken breast, or steak tips free in every order for a year. Sign up today at butcherbox.com etm. Hey, I'm Shauna Compton Game. This is Millennial Money, and today we're talking creative ways to pay for your wedding. Millennial Money with Shauna Compton Game. It will expand your brain. All right, so we are ringing in wedding week all week long. This week, we are going to bring you all sorts of different podcasts about uh, weddings, about marriage and money, um, everything that you need to know to kind of get off to a good start. And we're going to kick it off today with creative ways to pay for your wedding. And I know I've done a podcast about this last year. You know, we're kind of getting ready for June and The summer season is always either when you start thinking about a wedding or when you're actually having a wedding. And probably if you're kind of full swing into planning your wedding, maybe this podcast is a little bit too late for you, but maybe you can pick off some of the tips and tricks that I'm going to talk about in this podcast because, you know, the potential cost by a recent survey done by Knot says that the average U.S. couple spends an estimated $32,641 on their wedding. And I just want to tell you that it is absolutely, positively, totally feasible to have a kick-butt, awesome, amazing, badass wedding for 
way less than $32,641. And I know this because I've done it and I've worked with a ton of other couples to help them come up with creative ways to pay for their wedding and to really think outside of the box when it comes to your wedding because even if you have, let's say you have an amazing budget, let's say you're so blessed and you have a $50,000 budget or a $30,000 budget, meaning, you know, your parents give you that cash or maybe you inherited it or for, for some reason you have that much money to spend. I think what I'm always trying to talk about on this podcast is why would you spend that amount of money if you didn't have to, right? Uh, Maybe there's a way you could save a little, you know, even $5,000 or a couple thousand dollars. It goes a long way because then what you can do is you can just grease your piggy bank for all of those cool things that you want to do after you get married. And I think, you know, A really interesting thing, especially in the United States, I know we have a lot of listeners that are outside of the United States, but at least what I found in the US is that um, we tend to put far too much emphasis on the actual wedding day, right? And I get it, like you, especially for girls, like we dream about this and we, we, I mean, we dress up when we're younger, we think about this endlessly, but the problem is, is that we focus so much on the wedding, the actual day. And honestly, we're talking like what? What is an actual wedding? Like four hours, five hours, maybe a little bit longer if you string it out and have, you know, a morning wedding and an an evening reception. But I mean, let's be real. We're talking about like a matter of hours, right? That we're actually, actually having this, this party, this celebration. And the problem is we put so much pressure and so much importance on that, on that little like small span of time. And we forget to put the importance on, hello, the actual marriage. And so I think there's like a big letdown that happens with a lot of couples after they come back from their honeymoons, like, oh crap, we actually have to be married. <laughs> we actually have to like, you know, figure out this money thing together, figure out, you know, how to do life. We have to get comfortable with each other's, um, you know, I'll call them things that, that each other does that is slightly bothersome to the other person. Uh, you know, especially if you've not moved in with each other yet, there's a, there's a, I mean, a massive adjustment period. And I think that we feel like, especially because we see it in the movies and everything, we feel like life is supposed to, married life is supposed to be just like that, right? We go off and have this amazing wedding. We go on this honeymoon, we come home and everything is just perfect. And the problem that a lot of couples face, or I should say most couples face is that there are some bumpy times and a lot of them happen in the first year of marriage when you're really trying to get adjusted to each other. Um, And so I just, I really hate to see people so focused on how much money can I get for those four or five, six hours of my wedding and not really focused on, okay, what are we actually going to be like, to do, to think, to feel? Um, what is it going to be like to be married? Because that's the tough part, honestly. The wedding part, spending cash, that that's the easy part, right? The hard part was when nobody's paying attention to you anymore, nobody's sharing wedding pictures, nobody's sending you gifts in the mail. Um, it's when that euphoria tends to die down that I think people get, uh, they get really antsy and nervous and, 
you know, I've, I've even worked with like newlywed couples who said like they start throwing around the word divorce because they don't know how to adjust after spending all their money on that wedding. And my gosh, like honestly, if I can give you any marital advice at all from my experience, it is don't throw that D word around unless you really mean it. Cause that is a big, heavy, powerful, destructive word that is super, super, super hard to come back from. So be really careful about like throwing around things like that. But back to my point, I have done weddings, yes, for far under $32,000. I think I talked about this on the podcast last year. When Jeff and I got married um, almost four years ago now, we set a budget of $2,500. We ended up going over. We spent $2,700 and that was all in. And we had an amazing wedding. We just, we wanted to do other things with our money. And I am just so like probably annoyingly so, um, I'm not against because that's a bad word, but I just see the value in a big chunk of money and other things that you can do with that big chunk of money versus just spending it for a four or five hour event. So we did all sorts of creative things. We actually got married in a backyard. Um, We had a pizza oven that came and did like a gourmet pizzas, which was a fraction of the price. We bought almost all our own alcohol and had a friend that was a bartender be the bartender. Um, One of our friends volunteered. He's a chef. He volunteered to do our appetizers for cost, which was amazing. Uh, We went down to a flower market to get flowers the day of the wedding. Uh, I mean, there was just so many different ways that we cut costs. I bought my wedding dress like on a sale rack and it was actually the dress of my dreams. I did not set out to actually buy it on the sale rack. It just so happened. I was like, okay, this is totally God sent. He knows that I love budgeting and that I love a deal. So this is, this is amazing. Um, but you know, there are so many different ways that you can have an amazing wedding. And I guarantee you, our guests had no idea that we spent that little on our wedding. I mean, we had all the elements of an amazing wedding. It just was, you know, for a palatable amount of money. I'm going to be real with you. Identity theft is on the rise and you do not want to wake up one morning and discover that your bank account has been emptied or you're overdue on credit cards you never even applied for. We talk about this often on the podcast, but you don't realize how much of your information is available to scammers on the internet and how susceptible you and your family are to identity theft and fraud. I know it's scary, but now you can get your data removed with Delete Me. That's why I personally choose Delete Me. Delete Me is a subscription service that removes your personal information from the largest people search databases on the web and in the process helps prevent potential ID theft doxing, and phishing scams. I just started using Delete Me and I got my regular personalized privacy report. (laughs) I was shocked what they found and removed. It was pages of information about me that I did not want online. Here's how it works. You sign up and provide Delete Me with exactly what information you want deleted, and their experts take it from there. I cannot tell you how relieved I felt to have Delete Me. And you know, it's also a great service for your parents or grandparents to help protect them from identity theft. Delete Me is not just a one-time service. Delete Me is always working for you, constantly monitoring and removing the personal information you do not want on the internet. Take control of your data and keep your private life private by signing up for Delete Me, now at a special price for my listeners. 
Today, get 20% off your Delete Me plan when you go to joindeleteme.com slash etm and use promo code etm at checkout. The only way you get 20% off is to go to joindeleteme.com slash etm and enter code etm at checkout. J-O-I-N-D-E-L-E-T-E-M-E dot com slash etm. Go to joindeleteme.com slash etm and use code etm for 20% off. The weather is getting warmer. I'm so excited. And it is time to say goodbye to all those jackets and sweaters and hello to the shorts and t-shirts. I wanted to update my summer workout wardrobe for the long haul without, you know, spending a fortune. Luckily, I found Quince and I am in love. Quince is your go-to place from everything from premium European linen dresses, blouses and shorts from $30, washable silk tops, timeless 14 karat gold jewelry, and so much more. The best part of all, all Quince items are priced 50 to 80% less than similar brands. By partnering directly with top factories, Quince cuts out the cost of the middleman and passes those savings on to you. And Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing practices and premium fabrics and finishes. I love that. Okay, I bought the dreamiest pair of workout leggings and a bright pink workout top to match. Honestly, ladies, I gotta tell you, these leggings you need. The price cannot be beat, and I feel like a million bucks wearing this cozy workout friendly outfit. I've worn it for like five days straight. Get warm weather ready with Quince. Go to quince.com slash etm for free shipping on your order and 365 day returns. That's Q-U-I-N-C-E dot com slash ETM to get free shipping and 365-day returns. Quince.com slash ETM. So if, if you're thinking that $32,000 is just way too much money, you know, there are lots of ways to cut back on expensive items. You know, number one is the amount of people. You don't need 300 people or 200 people at your wedding. That is, you don't need that much, you know? Think of a wedding that is smaller in size, that that's more intimate. I think that's really becoming a popular trend now, you know, to have a wedding with, you know, your core kind of family and friends. And then maybe, I don't know, maybe you have a backyard party afterwards for, you know, everybody or a little bit later on, but you certainly don't need hundreds and hundreds of people at your wedding. Honestly, uh, you probably don't know three quarters of those people anyway. Venue costs, like I said, we rented a backyard, but this is a big way that you can save. You know, think about like renting a house. There are Airbnb rentals now where you can actually rent the venue or a villa rental. You can get a venue that doesn't require you to use their vendors, which is super key because then you can bring in outside vendors that you can negotiate with, that you can save money with, that you can cut costs on. You know, when you when you go with a venue where you have to use their venues, like you are shackled, right? It's like, all right, fine. Here's all my credit cards. Just charge whatever you can. Um, you know, so venue is a huge one. And flowers and photography are two other big, big expenses. There are two tech companies that I love that have solutions for this. I wish uh, the first one would have been around when I got married, but it's called a Bloomerant. And I don't know if you've seen this, but they've done a whole whole lot of um, kind of news pieces about this, but you can actually choose to either share your flowers after you've used them for your wedding, or you can use someone's flowers that are 24 hours or less 
old for your own wedding. And what they do is they repurpose the flowers. So they turn them into brand new bouquets. They freshen them up. You know, they, they keep, I mean, you're not going to get, you know, dead flowers if you're using someone else's flowers. Like they look amazing. You would never know the difference. And they have a statistic that says the average person spends about 1200 bucks on wedding flowers alone, $1,200. And with Bloomerant, you can save 10 to 60% off the price of those flowers just by using their service. So I think it's really innovative if you're listening to this podcast and you're thinking, um, you know, maybe you have a venue, like we had a venue that had a lot of uh, flowers and it was just the landscaping was really decorative. So we didn't need a lot of flowers. I think we only ended up spending about 200 bucks on flowers you know, so maybe that's another trick. Like the more intricate your venue is, the less you need to spend on flower arrangements and all sorts of things like that. Be really creative with those. Another, we actually use this in a wedding. Another thing that I love is called Wed Picks. And you can actually set up a code for your wedding and encourage your guests to take pictures and then upload them to this to web pics via their phone. And so what you do is you, you can get a ton of different photos from all different angles, all different perspectives from your wedding. Yes, they're not professional photos, right? But these days, I think we pretty much use everybody's social media pictures of her wedding and maybe just a handful of those from a professional photographer. So it's a way, another way, again, just to think about this innov- innovatively and to use technology seriously to your advantage because photography is ridiculous. And I don't think you need like 300 or 400 pictures from your wedding. I mean, realistically, you're only probably going to, you know, either hang a few of them on your wall or they're going to sit in like a photo book and, you know, you're going to look back on it, but is it really going to be worth, you know, like 5,000 bucks or something, 10,000 bucks? I've heard just crazy stories about photos. Um, and another idea is you can think about an alternate day of the week. Like who says you need to get married on a Saturday? We got married on a Friday and getting re- married on a Friday saved us on, you know, table and chair rentals and all sorts of different things like that. We even got a valet because we lived in an area that was super hard to park and the valet gave us a discount just because it was Friday and not a Saturday or a Sunday. So think outside of the box, you know, have a wedding on a Wednesday or a Tuesday, who cares what day of the week is just let your guests know ahead of time, you know, so they can plan for that. But no one says it absolutely has to be on a Saturday evening, right? That's just something that I think we've, we've like created, you know, and it's turned into this thing. And what happens is it turns into an excuse for people to raise prices. Like, I don't know if you've ever done this, but if you're shopping for your wedding and let's say you go in to look at a cake, anytime the word wedding comes out of your mouth, like they immediately add like 25, 30% to the price. It's just crazy. You know, it's just because we've, we've sort of, um, I don't know, we've just sort of created this frenzy around weddings. And, uh, you know, I think most vendors think that everybody has this super crazy budget that they're dealing with. And the reality is most of us don't. Or if you do, like you're trying to pull it from every nook and cranny, you know, you're trying to like find money under your sofa cushions and things like that. And that's just not the way, that's just not the way it should be, right? I don't want you to go in debt. I don't want you to go broke just because you want to have a wedding. I think that just sort of sets you off on the wrong foot. 
Another idea is credit card points. And seriously, I talk about credit card points all the time. I think they are ingenious. I think they're only getting better and better. The trick is, is that you have to have a strong payoff strategy for that debt if you're going to go in debt. And you really should use your credit card like a debit card, meaning whatever you charge during the month, you pay off. But the bonus of using the credit card is you can turn these points not only into cash or cash back, but into a ton of different ways to save on your wedding. You can get gift cards to pay for flowers. Um, You can get gift cards for wedding gifts, all sorts of things. You can have uh, points for destination wedding rooms if you're going to do a destination wedding or flights for guests. I mean, let alone your honeymoon. I mean, the the way you can use points is just endless. Um, I'm a fan of the of the Chase uh, Sapphire Preferred card, and they have a division called the Ultimate Rewards Program, kind of hub, I guess I would say. Like American Express has one. A lot of a lot of these credit card companies have these, where you can go in and kind of shop with your points and figure out how you can utilize them. So you can really get a strategy down. Uh, American Express has one of the best kind of points hubs, I will say, where you can just, man, if you can really rack, like if you travel for business and you can rack up your points, you can use almost all those points and cut out an, an amazing amount of your wedding budget right there. So just, again, it's all about just thinking differently about this. So if you're if you're needing to save for your wedding, right, if money is not coming from any other place... This is the time to dive into your numbers and to really think about it like you're going to run a marathon, right? You're not doing a sprint. So every day you're going to make some progress, but you're not going to put the pressure on yourself so that it's totally overwhelming. And also, you're not going to pick a wedding date that's unrealistic, right? If you need to save $25,000 and you you pick a wedding date that is six months out, I mean, that's... Unless you have a ton of money each month to save, that's pretty unrealistic. So the idea is to take the sum of what your budget is for your wedding, divide it up by the months to your wedding, and then that will tell you how much you need to save each month. And if you want to go further, you can actually divide it up into 30 days and then figure out how much you actually need to save each day. So depending on, uh, or you can do it, you can divide it up and find out how much per week, you know, depending on what you're like as a saver and as a couple, you know, depends on, or I guess I should say determines how minute you want to get with that savings number. But I mean, man, pull out every stop you can to remind yourself that you're saving for your wedding. I mean, put stuff on your mirrors, put stuff in your car, put stuff on your refrigerator, put stuff, motivational quotes by your door. I mean, do whatever you need to do to stay on track and to remind yourself why you're doing this. But While you're doing it, also think about, okay, are there any creative ways that we can knock down some of that cost so that we don't have to save $25,000 or whatever your number is? Maybe we only have to save 20 or maybe we only have to save 15. You know, don't be married just to that big number just because of peer pressure or um, that's a big one, peer pressure. Like who says you have to have the same wedding as your friend? I mean, I am all for doing things differently. I think you stand out when you do something differently. Why do you have to have the same generic wedding as everybody else? I dare you, be be different, right? Another idea is, and I talk about this all the time on the podcast, is negotiating with your vendors. This is, your vendors are willing to negotiate with you. Okay, friend, I want to know, 
what are your money goals this year? Are you saving to buy a house or maybe a wedding or a dream vacation to somewhere tropical? If that's you, please, please take me with you. Or maybe you want to just grow your emergency fund because let's be real, life is expensive. I want to make sure you reach your goals. So you need Monarch. That's why the Wall Street Journal named it the best app for growing your savings. Monarch is the top-rated, all-in-one personal finance app. It gives you a comprehensive view of all your accounts, investments, transactions, and more. You can create custom budgets, track progress towards your financial goals, and collaborate with your partner. And now, get an extended 30-day free trial when you go to monarchmoney.com etm. Here's what I love. Monarch is the most customizable budgeting app. You can change the layout of your dashboard. You can go between light and dark mode. You can create custom budgets and notifications. You can set up all of these automatic rules for your transactions and notifications and so much more. Monarch is obsessed with constantly improving their product. Get this. They release updates every two weeks and they even allow customers to submit suggestions vote on requested features, and view the product roadmap. This, my friend, is totally original. Plus, they will never sell your data to third party or show you ads. I think that's really important. After trying out Monarch for myself, I understand why it is the top-rated personal finance app. And now, listeners of this show get an extended 30-day free trial when you go to monarchmoney.com slash etm. That's M-O-N-A-R-C-H-M-O-N-E-Y dot com slash ETM for your extended 30-day free trial. In those moments when money is just not moving as fast as your dreams, Earnit provides the financial momentum you need to keep moving forward. Earnit is an app that gives you access to your pay as you work, up to $100 per day or up to $750 per pay period. You just download the Earnit app and verify your paycheck. Then you access up to $100 a day as you work, and you can leave an optional tip. Any money you access plus tips are automatically repaid from your next paycheck. I honestly would use Earnin in lots of different ways, but what's on my mind recently is I need a night out. I need some good tacos to sip on a few virgin margaritas and celebrate you all helping this podcast earn 26 million downloads. Make Earnin a part of your financial routine and join Earnin's over three and a half million customers who say things like, when I think about Earnin, I think about financial stability and security. Gives me a lot of peace of mind. Download Earnin today, spelled E-A-R-N-I-N in the Google Play or Apple App Store. When you download the Earnin app, type in Talkin' Money under podcast when you sign up. It will really help the show. Talkin' Money under podcast. Earnin is a financial technology company, not a bank, subject to your available earnings daily max, pay period max, and location. See earnin.com slash TOS for details. Bank products are issued by Evolve Bank and Trust, member FDIC. One of the coolest things I've seen done is a friend of mine, actually, I encouraged her to negotiate for all sorts of things. And she came back to me and she said, you know what? I actually negotiated to exchange my skills for um, photography and for flowers and for a caterer. And here's what she did. She was great at building websites and she saw that the vendors that she wanted to use didn't have killer websites. And so she went and negotiated an exchange for her revamping their website for free stuff. 
So, you know, yeah, she had to put in work, but in return, she got the flowers she wanted to, she got the photography she wanted to, she got catering that she wanted, all sorts of cool things like that. So if if you have a skill, whether it's PR or building websites or whatever it is, I mean, there's, there's so many doing money. I mean, there's so many different things that, um, you can use to negotiate with vendors or just strictly negotiating with them, you know, on the cost, like, you know, I really want to work with you, but you're in competition with someone else and they're 10% lower. Now, when you do that, you need to make sure that you have another vendor because, you know, the vendor may sort of test you on that. And again, don't get ridiculous with that, but you can negotiate with the vendors, especially if you're bringing them into your venue. Like I said, um, that's a big way that you can negotiate with them. And crowdfunding is super, super trendy now. GoFundMe pages. I think if you're thinking about a GoFundMe page, you've really got to stand out. So you've got to have a compelling story. Make it fun. Make it interesting. Make people make people have some sort of emotional attachment to why they should donate to your wedding, right? And, and most likely you're sending out this crowdfundme to people that you would actually invite to the wedding, not to complete strangers, because I think complete strangers are going to be like, wait, what? I'm paying for your wedding? I don't even know you, right? So you're probably going to send this out to people you know, but but make some sort of, make it genuine, make it real. I'm not talking about lying here. You know, we're not making up some crazy story, but find something that is is unique about you guys as a couple and really speak to that. You know, do a video, do something fun, make it make it funny, make it interesting, make them feel like what it's going to be like to be at your wedding. And I've seen some amazing GoFundMe pages that, I mean, I would even be compelled to donate to because uh, they just, they make me want to be part of their friend group, you know, and I, I want to go to their wedding. Um, so let's talk about borrowing now, because that's always a question I get. So if you have a 401k and you want to borrow from it, that is my probably short of using credit cards. Credit cards would probably be my, my very, very, uh, least worthy suggestion because the problem is, is that most times you don't pay it off. And then you've got this ridiculous uh, debt that's like, you know, the interest is 20% and it's growing each month and it just, it's it's overwhelming. If you're going to borrow from a 401k, the rules state that you can borrow up to $50,000 or one half of the amount you have in your 401k. So if you're thinking about borrowing, you actually really need to call your 401k um uh, supervising company, the company that holds your 401k, and you want to talk to them about these things. You want to ask them, what is the interest rate if I borrow from my 401k? Really important to know because you can't, you're not just taking the money out for free. You're actually borrowing at an interest rate that you're going to have to make payments on every single month. So then you want to figure out what is your payment amount and can that actually fit in your budget? And lastly, again, are there any other ways that you can either lower the cost or pay for the wedding first before you take money out of your 401k? Um, Think about things too. If you're going to borrow from your 401k, how long are you going to actually stay at that company? Because if you don't stay at that company long enough to repay that loan and then you go to leave to another company, you're going to have to repay that loan almost immediately. So you just really need to think of that strategy if you're going to do that first. Um, and lastly, another creative idea I heard, I just heard this one, uh, last weekend, actually, somebody actually held a wedding social, they called it. 
they held an event where they sold tickets, raffle items, all sorts of things to raise money for their wedding. I thought that was really interesting. So they held this, um, I believe it was nine months or so before their wedding. And they had, they knew some musicians, they had some musicians come play. They raffled off some like amazing items that they got from friends and things. And they actually were able to raise around $10,000 to put towards um, their wedding. So Again, you know, there's not one way to do this, but I think the important thing is just to is just to think challenge yourself to think creatively about this. And also think about like even if your parents are willing to give you $50,000 or whatever it may be, you know, could you take half of that money and use that for the wedding and the rest of it maybe you save for the down payment on your house? Or maybe you knock out your student loan debt with the other half or, you know, other things that are maybe you need to move. Maybe you want to, um, I don't know. I mean, there's so many different, there's so many different things that come up in life that you could use that extra cash for. Maybe you're planning on starting a family right away where well, you could certainly use a giant cash surplus to help you with that. So just think outside of the box. Um, Again, I'm going to put in the show notes links to a couple of things that I mentioned, and I hope you join us tomorrow for another episode on Wedding Week. As always, you can follow me on Twitter at Shauna Game and Instagram at Millennial underscore Money. Cheapo Air. For years, and I really like it. With Cheapo Air, you can book online, use their app, or even over the phone. They've got great prices on over 500 airlines and millions of accommodations. They're my go-to for travel planning. And if you join their Club Miles program, you can earn points to save on the cost of your travel. Book on the app, and you get double points. Sounds like it's time I tried Cheapo Air. Call Cheapo Air at 855-247-3279 or visit CheapoAir.com slash podcast. Hey, have you ever used Cheapo Air? For years, and I really like it. With Cheapo Air, you can book online, use their app, or even over the phone. They've got great prices on over 500 airlines and millions of accommodations. They're my go-to for travel planning. And if you join their Club Miles program, you can earn points to save on the cost of your travel. Book on the app, and you get double points. Sounds like it's time I tried Cheapo Air. Call Cheapo Air at 855-247-3279 or visit CheapoAir.com slash podcast.